Welcome back to Flickr Flop. This is our sixth episode, and I'm excited about this one. How about you? I'm pretty pumped. Low-key pumped, but not really low-key. <laughs> so just pumped. Um, so we're going to start off with the biggie of the week, and the one that I think we're going to rave about. The Invisible Man. With my girl Lizzie Moss. Yes. And it's Elizabeth with an S, not a Z. You know that <laughs> Moss? No, it's Moss. Elizabeth. No, <laughs> Elizabeth has an S in it, not a oh, Z. Oh, of course. Okay, yeah. I gotcha. Anyway, I was like, wait a minute, is it Moss? Like mozzarella? <laughs> and then, of course, you know, my mind's going to mozzarella. Ooh, great. <laughs> um. So anyway, so the Invisible Man. This is a modern update of the H.G. Wells novel from I don't know a long time ago. <laughs> Um, Lee Winnell, he did the Insidious movies, he's directing this, and he wrote the script, too. And, yeah, Elizabeth Moss from The Handmaid's Tale, she is Cecilia. Mm-hmm. A woman who one night escapes from her abusive, narcissistic husband on their, like, beachside house. Um, A.K.A. prison. A.K. prison. Um, yeah, she escapes. Her sister picks her up. She thinks she escapes. Right. Um, and then she lives with a friend for a while. A safe house. A safe she house, goes to a safe essentially. house. Essentially. Yeah, her friend is a cop. And he has a teenage daughter. And then she starts to realize that so her husband apparently committed suicide after she escaped. She sees it on her sister's phone as like a news story. But then she soon discovers that he might not be dead. He might be invisible. And he's still... He's Tupac. He's Tupac. And he's still taunting her and manipulating her and gaslighting her, even if she can't see him. And of course, nobody believes her. So... Wow. <laughs> this was tense. Definitely wow. I mean, from the very beginning, first of all, I just have to say, I can only imagine what the movie experience really would have been or could have been. Uh, the audience was terrible. They fucking However, sucked. I'm just throwing that out there. Even with a terrible audience, this was a really great introduction because people were late and stuff. So it's like, you know, can't really be fully immersed. Um, but yeah, intense, like trying to escape and, oh, you think, is he going to get up? Is he around that corner? Like the way that they have it shot. Yes. This movie really relies on silence and, you know, you're kind of with Elizabeth Moss, like you don't know where Adrian, her ex-husband is. Like he's invisible. I was afraid for my life. (laughs) You were afraid that the women in our row were going to exit again to go to the bathroom and we were going to have to keep moving our legs. No, no, the movie is really, um, genuinely tense. Like I, yeah, 
It, um, Lee Winnell, I thought, did a great job. It's expertly paced. I love the score. I love the way it was shot. It didn't feel like a scene was missing or if there were, you know, no, there was no extraneous scene. Like, I felt, felt like it was very well constructed. I am glad that there was that one instance that caused them to really, like, get out of that same scene. Like yeah, house. it, it could have gotten a little um, stagey or dull, but yeah, it does It was starting to, oh, okay. and it's like, one, it's like they yeah. almost knew. It's like they, they knew, wanted yeah. you to get to that point where you think it's going to be dull, and then it's like, oh, right. we're going to get you. Right, yeah, he really milks the tension, and um, this movie didn't have that many jump scares, and if there were jump scares, I felt like it... Um, they felt they felt organic, like the audience thought that there were a couple, and I was like, um... so there is one at a restaurant, and that's all I'm gonna say. You'll know it when you see it. That really took me for by surprise. Oh, that one. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, yes. Yes. Yeah. That was. I mean, that was like shock factor. That's like no. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. Like, oh, you went there. <laughs> Um, it has a really good supporting cast, too. I really liked um, the sister, um, Elizabeth Moss's sister in the movie. Um, her name's Harriet Dyer. She was very sarcastic, and um, I liked their little, um, when they are at the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I liked that scene, but other than that, I didn't really enjoy her as... Oh, you didn't? No, I think... I, I mean, she... Mm-mm. No? Okay. No. <laughs> it wasn't right. believable to me. Oh. Their dynamic. Yeah. Well, they weren't that close, I guess, and I mean Elizabeth Moss probably. The couldn't actors even... didn't have chemistry. No? It just wasn't um, I bought it, but it wasn't the right fit. Okay. In my opinion. Okay. Um, what did you think of Aldous Hodge, the guy that plays James? Agent. No, not the ex. Oh my the gosh, at the safe house. Yes. Yeah, oh my cop. gosh, loved him. Very charismatic, Great. liked him, yeah. Loved the daughter. Love the daughter, Storm Reed is her name. She's she's an up-and-comer, she's really good, yeah. I liked mm-hmm. her a lot, too. Um, yeah, I thought they all stood out. Um, yeah, and I mean, he's not in the movie that long, but um, the actor that does play Adrian, mm-hmm. he is it's very creepy. He oozes narcissism. <laughs> As he should, yeah. Oliver Jackson Cohen, he was in the Netflix show The Haunting of Hell House. Really good. Um, yeah, I, I, I loved this. This is definitely one of the best... One of the best thrillers of the year, but also probably one of the best movies of the year so far. I mean, we're only... Uh, almost into March, but um, yeah, this was gripping, and Elizabeth Moss really got to carry a movie all on her own for the most part, and um, the effects were really flawless. I thought they were. Yeah, I, I think that she was great, pretty much just fighting with herself. Against herself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like rolling around, like right. someone call it rolling around. This, she wasn't rolling around. No. It was very believable. This is definitely a movie where I'd like to see the behind the scenes, like how they shot it. Mm-hmm. You know, how it was all created and everything. Um, so, yeah. Definitely, definitely gripping. Um, it's a flop. Or, yeah. It's a flick. <laughs> it's a flick for me. It is on the complete opposite spectrum of, of a flop. flop. <laughs> it is a total I just can't flick talk. and a half. A flick and a half. It's right. a flick and a half. And I'm going to give it an A. Yeah. 
definitely go see this. Um, get a big bucket of popcorn and hold on. To or your, don't. Or don't if you're on keto. <laughs> <laughs> and hold on to your date's arm the entire time. Um, and don't talk to people in line at the concession stand. You'll meet like somebody Alex. named Beretta. Like the, gun, like the gun, like the gun, and you'll get her number, you and you'll be invited to her birthday. And spring break, oh my god. Wow. Yeah, we're definitely going there. Um, <laughs> Alright, so now that the Invisible Man's out of the way, which is the best movie of the week. Oh, I forgot, there were two others that you had seen. Yes, I caught them um, on screening links. Um, so, yeah, I won't spend too much time on this, because... What's the first one? So it's Blood on Her Name. These are both smaller movies. They're going to, you know, be on video on demand and, like, limited release. Um, So Blood on Her Name is... It's a crime thriller, like a down-home crime thriller. I believe it's set in the South. Um, It's about a woman who, when you meet her, she's, she's in a garage. She owns her own auto body shop. She's cleaning up the crime scene of a body and she's trying to dispose of it and the entire movie um kind of leaves it up to the audience to fill in the gaps of like how she how that body came into the garage and why she's trying to dispose of it and she's you know unskilled and it just makes her more relatable um it's like a very human thriller it's very tightly paced suspenseful um i'd give it a i'd give it a flick it's not like, you know, a memorable movie. It's not like a home run, but I thought it was Sounds like a C minus. <laughs> no, no, I, I I'm gonna give it a B minus. But yeah, it's a it's a flick. Yeah. It's a good little thriller. And then the next one, I still don't know how I feel about it. Um I'm probably more positive than negative, but it's called Disappearance at Clifton Hill. It's about a woman who returns to um Niagara Falls to deal with the sale of her recently deceased mom's motel. And then she's haunted by this memory to when she was seven years old on, she was on a hiking trip with her sister and her parents. And she witnessed something that she knows that she wasn't supposed to see. It was a, a teenage boy being kidnapped. And so once she's back in town, she finds a photo dating back to that day of the kidnapping. And she just kind of pieces together the mystery. So, this is kind of interesting. The main character, Abby, she's like an unreliable protagonist. She's a habitual liar and she's kind of a con artist and doesn't have a good relationship with her sister. And um, actually, Noah Reed is in this. From Oh, this is the one that Noah This is the one in. with Noah Reed from um, Schitt's Creek, Patrick. Mm, I missed it. Yeah. I think you would have been a little bored by it. it, it Probably. It kind of has... Um, it's kind of offbeat. It has like this jazzy saxophone music score. <laughs> um, it's I don't know. Um, not really much to say about it. I, I it was the ending was satisfying, but um, it kind of took a while to get going. Um, it was well acted. Um, I would still give it a flick. I just don't have a lot to say about it. <laughs> Hey, sometimes, you know what, the good ones, there really isn't much to say about it. I feel like it's the really bad ones that there's really more to pick apart. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like a Nancy Drew mystery, and um, it doesn't 
I don't think it adds up to a lot, but I thought it was well made and well acted. So I would give it. Well, it's an in betweener. I would still like. give it a flick. <laughs> give it a flick, but listen, it's an in betweener, people. It's in betweener. It sounds like it's an in betweener. But in conclusion, go see the Invisible Man. Give totally. Him, give the Invisible Man all your money. Or watch it on Cody. No. Whatever you want. No, to do. see it. See it on the big screen. The sound design's great. It looks beautiful. Definitely. Al, you can't see it, but Alex is scowling at me right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, if you want to, like, watch it in the comfort of your own home, do what you do, but, like, hey. Yeah, hey, if you want to watch it in the comfort of your home, own home, watching somebody's camcorder home movie version of it, yeah. <laughs> There's good quality and you know it. I guess, whatever. So next episode, what is on the docket? I think it's, um, it's the one with... Oh, shoot. So, yeah, we Basketball are... Basketball coach. Yes. The Way uh, Back. Ben Affleck, The Way Back. And then there's also... Onward. Onward, the Disney Pixar movie. And then there are two other little smaller releases. Um, I'm going to make you watch the one that I already watched. It's called Swallow. I think you'll like it. And then another one I did not watch yet that we'll have to watch called Run This Town. Um, so, yeah, there's going to be four next week. So stay tuned, guys. This is episode six, signing off. We'll see you soon. All right. Bye, guys.